0: Are you building a green business that works for you and for the planet? Season three of Where Ideas Launch walks you through the process of ideating, creating, developing and scaling a green idea from start to success. I leverage my experience along with the experts and micro-entrepreneurs running green business models today. Join us for this short series of 16 episodes of positive business impact for change. Today on Where Ideas Launch, I have Fanny Russo joining us. She's a French slow fashion designer based in Brussels. Through her clothing brand, Trousseau, she empowers women to feel beautiful and safe and free in their clothes. She advocates for inclusivity by offering a large size range and custom sizing. She also helps other brands define their aesthetics and have a better relationship with the environment. Fanny, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. What inspired you to start Trousseau? I'm a trained fashion designer, so I went to school both in France and in, and in Belgium uh, to learn about how to make clothes, both with the craft, so learning how to make a kind of haute couture fashion. And then I went to Belgium to learn about uh, the more ready-to-wear side of things. And during this part of my uh, education, I, I learned everything that was wrong with the industry, and so I, I really did not want it to be part of that. And I wanted to stay in Belgium, and Belgium is a really small country, and there's not a lot of job opportunities, so I thought, why not make my own? So at 24, I decided to launch Cousseau, which was a big scary jump because I just graduated, so I did not have a lot of experience, but I, I was really into that, like learning and growing along the way. And also I had this really specific experience because I am short and I have a body that is not normal. So I did not have anything that really suited me. I always uh, hated my body when I wore clothes, but not when I was naked. Like I love my body when I was naked. When I wore clothes, I, I did not really like my body. And I feel like a lot of women have this. So that's why I wanted to do made to measure so everyone could wear the clothes that fit them the best
0: yeah i think that's really a powerful statement because there's so much wrapped up in women's identity and their confidence and you know their their ability to stand up or what they believe in so much of it is wrapped up in how they look or how they think they're perceived
1: yeah that's in the end that's the first thing that everyone sees uh, either in the real life or in social medias and stuff like that Clothes are a really important part of who we are and how we uh, make the world see us. I read a book once that said that it's kind of a armor that we put on us uh, in order to protect us from everything that's outside, both physically and mentally. Because it, of course, clothes uh, helps us being uh, warm. So yeah, that's that's something that clothes do, but also they help us mentally. To protect ourselves like I, I know that if I have a big meeting or an, an important thing to do I love to wear something that makes me feel powerful so I, I know that I can go through this and be perceived as someone for powerful.
0: It's interesting because you actually made an outfit for me that I wore to the biggest speaking event that I'd ever spoken on and I remember the top had wings and I remember being on the stage, thinking I'm flying in my wings. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling this sense of incredible euphoria and and comfort in what I was wearing, how I was appearing, and how I was commanding the stage. Even though, like you know, when you're in this kind of intense sort of situation, sometimes the nerves can overawe you. Mm-hmm. But I remember feeling completely confident, and I think that a lot of that was about how I felt about the clothes. It was also about the energy you put into making that piece of clothing for me. So that's such a big part of working with a designer Mm -mm. to to really fit you.
1: I really like to connect with the people that I make the clothes for, mostly when I do customs for you, like the one I made for you. And I put a lot of good energy in the clothes that I make because I, I really, for me, making clothes is kind of, therapeutic so that's that's something that I learned about myself like this is what I like to do when I'm feeling down and I try to make people feel as good as possible inside of my clothes uh, because I try to make everything good in me uh, inside of them and I had a few people tell me that um, the clothes that they bought for me were really like what they needed to go out. Um, So there's one uh, lady who bought uh, one of my sweatshirts. And uh, it's really soft on the inside and really like maybe uh, like a blanket. And she she sent me a, a text saying that she was feeling down because she had COVID and she felt really depressed after that. Because she she had a really hard time, and the first time that she went out was with my sweatshirt, and it calmed down her anxiety because she had a lot of anxiety from going out and maybe getting covid, COVID back or something like that. So it it, it was really important for me to, that she told me that because it's exactly what I want. And same with your experience. So which of the
0: sustainable development goals guide
1: your business values? So I, I think I'm trying to be as human-friendly as possible, but also planet-friendly. Like I don't have any dogs, so I made everything to order. Every fabric that I use is either organic uh, cotton or organic hemp, which I try to use as much as I can. Uh, I used to uh, use also Uh, recycled polyester, but I try to avoid that as much as I can because I don't think it's really good either for the environment because there are still like the little plastic particles that go in the uh, washing machine and then in the water and everything. But that's something that I try to do. And yeah, humanly, I try to make it as um, ethical as possible. Uh, I try to track every fabric that I can find and know as much as I can about where they come from, from the fiber, even though it's really hard um, when you are a small company to do that. Uh, but I try as much as I can, and uh, I'm very transparent about this. When I don't know, I say, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, and I make everything myself so that There's no oversee labor. I think that's what I have in the goals. What challenges has the pandemic brought for
0: slow fashion shops such as yours? And how have you responded?
1: Um, So I started in February 2020, about two weeks before the first lockdown. I had a lot of fairs planned. I was invited to some sustainable or slow fashion events, both in Belgium and France. Everything was almost planned uh, for May and June and July also because uh, I had a lot of of these that were planned and did not happen due to the pandemic. So that's something that did not help me grow in the beginning because uh, I only had Instagram to kind of grow my business and that's not something that was really easy. So I decided to have a place to work at so people can come and see and that's so I opened the shop in Brussels in September, uh, and then the second lockdown like, happened. So that's something else. So the, the, that's the side what affected the work mostly, and also of up- course money, like everyone else. I and then I felt really alone uh, in my business because I was working alone, and I could not meet any other people that work that worked alone or even go to. Meetings with other female entrepreneurs or stuff like that, that I know happen usually uh, during the, the year. So this, that was something that was kind of hard. So I need to find people that have the same kind of business journey as mine. And that's how I found your your group on Facebook.
0: What have been sort of your greatest moments in your business since you since you got started?
1: I think overall feedbacks from people are my biggest achievements. Because that's really what I want to do. I want to make people happy. And then I made also a a video, I think in May, about the relationship between mental health and fashion. So something that we talked about a little bit. And it was really about how designing, wearing, and choosing your clothes can uh, affect your mental health, Um, both from the designer uh, point of view and the consumer point of view and I had one lady coming to the shop after seeing this video and she told me that she never could find anything that fit her because she is really thin and she took her clothes to be tailored to her size because she saw uh, my video and she she felt so super happy to have clothes that fits her and she, she was so thankful to I've seen my video about this because that's what made her feel happy. So that's, that's good too. And I think also being there still after the pandemic and still having my business going, even though everything was super hard and still is and growing. And now I see the growth um, and I see that I'm growing even more. I think that's, that's my biggest achievements.
0: That's really wonderful. I'd just love for you to share your feedback on. Your experiences working with us in Women in Sustainable Business Group and in the Eco Business Group Club, and some of the things that you would you would recommend about the two communities.
1: I joined uh, Women in Sustainable Businesses, I think, in January, just at the beginning, and you were you were doing the like the little challenge. It was really fun. I really enjoyed doing this, and I think the community grew since then a lot. But then it was really. We were really able to talk together, and it was really nice. And I, th- I still love it. Uh, on the Eco Business Growth Club, uh, I really met really, really nice people. Uh, of course, from all over the world, mostly in the UK, but that's really nice. And the content is really, really, really interesting, and I learned a lot. And the experts all are always super interesting. I, I couldn't be happier about it, being in this group.
0: Thank you. What recommendations do you have to slow fashion brands getting started today?
1: I'd say don't be afraid. I think there's a a big community, bigger than just being in one business. It's being in a community um, because we share the same values. Don't be afraid. It's nice. It's but it's nice.
0: And where can my listeners find your products and your Design For You services?
1: So you can find my products on huso.net, my website where everything is there. Um, you can also send me an email if you want any customization or anything, any product that you have in mind, you can send me uh, an email through the contact on the website. And then you can also find me on Instagram at huso, uh, which is where I share a lot of pictures and um, behind the scenes of what I do. Perfect. Thanks so much, Fanny, for joining us
0: today. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you for having me. This episode was brought to you today by the EcoBusiness Growth Club by Catherine Ann Byam and by the space where ideas launch. The EcoBusiness Growth Club supports positive impact SMEs with coaching, know-how, and community support toward achieving the impact and reach they set out to make. You can find out more by connecting with where ideas launch on Instagram or following the hashtag where ideas launched across all of your social media.